You're listening to the Brooks Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooks Snow. You have episode 69, Contrast Helps You See. Have you ever wished for all your problems to go away? <laughs> have you ever wished for perfect help or that you wouldn't have to work so hard for things or that money and resources were always available for you? Have you ever wished that all your relationships were peaceful? Wouldn't that be the perfect life? (laughs) Every one of us has moments we tell ourselves that the absence of contrast is what will bring the ideal life. And yet, as we'll learn today, contrast is the very element that makes life so meaningful to begin with. When we can use contrast to our benefit, we free ourselves from the burden of being stuck because contrast is the key to change. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. You can find it in Deseret Bookstores or on Amazon. It's filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the best version of yourself. Thank you to all of you who have left a review for this podcast or you have shared it with a friend. As you may know, I am not active on social media. This is a deliberate choice that helps me to have creativity and focus to make this podcast the best that it can be. So the only way this podcast grows is by word of mouth. It's by you. Thank you so much for taking the time to share this with your friends and to support this effort. I love you for it. Today's review of the week comes from R. Rodriguez 41. She says, Brooke has a way of explaining simple concepts and truths with such confidence in herself and God and in her listeners that it makes you feel like you can do anything, that you can change your life and that you can become more Christ-like. This is my new favorite podcast to listen to, especially when I wake up and drive to the gym. I'm definitely buying your book as soon as I'm done with this review. Thank you, Brooke. Our Rodriguez, thank you so much for the review. And what makes me so happy in what you said is that you feel like you can do anything, that you can change your life and become more Christ-like. Yes, I believe this with my whole heart and soul, that we have the ability to change. And when we bring the gospel into the discussion, literally all things are possible. Today's episode is going to shed more light on how and why we have the ability to change and why this is such a gift. Keep up the great good that you're doing in the world. I'm cheering you on. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings, your reviews, and your shares. This is what makes this podcast possible. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing. Have you ever heard the mantra, obstacles make me stronger? In our house, we like to call it OMS for short. O-M-M-S, OMS, obstacles make me stronger. This is one of the affirmations that our kids say at night as part of their bedtime routine. Yesterday, when I was driving the car, my five-year-old daughter spoke up from the back seat and she said, Mom, what does obstacles make me stronger mean? Until that moment, I didn't realize that I hadn't actually taught her the meaning of the affirmation. So moments like this are awesome because trying to explain something to a five-year-old is pretty much the best practice ever in making sure that I understand something myself. We talked for a moment and suddenly she had a moment of illumination and she said, oh, So it means that I can learn. (laughs) 
I was so delighted to hear her conclusion. Yes, it means that you can learn. We decided that when we don't learn from our challenges, we feel weak and stuck. And when we do learn from our challenges, we feel stronger. This is one of those life lessons that she's going to learn over and over again. I know this because I'm learning it over and over again. Sometimes this is a lesson that we resist. Have you ever experienced an obstacle in your life and it feels more like it is weakening you rather than making you stronger? When I was a teenager, one of my piano teachers went through some profound life challenges. One of her children was diagnosed with a brain tumor and shortly thereafter, her father passed away and then a different child, his foot needed to be amputated. So many huge challenges all at once. I asked her one day how she was handling it all. In a moment of vulnerability, she confessed she wasn't handling it well at all. She said, everyone keeps telling me that this will all make me stronger. In near tears, she went on to say, it's not making me stronger. Why do people say this? It's not comforting to me at all. Can you relate to her sentiments? As a teenager who really hadn't gone through anything comparable in my life yet, I didn't have much wisdom to share. I really lacked empathy and compassion. Her words have stayed with me for decades. Time can certainly heal many wounds, and sometimes we don't see strength that we gain from those obstacles until we're not under the weight of them anymore. I have often wondered, looking back, if there was something I could have said or shared that would have helped her feel strengthened in the middle of the burden. So what do you do with the obstacles in your life? Do they make you stronger? Do you learn from them? Do you learn in the midst of the experience or do you learn after? (laughs) Does it even make a difference? Does learning from the obstacle actually lighten the load? Why is it even there? I spent several years teaching photography classes and one of the artistic principles that we learned was contrast. Now I invite you for just a moment to imagine a picture in your mind. It could be a picture of anything. If a picture has low contrast, it's more difficult to see the image. If everything is the same color or tonality, it's really hard to see details. It's similar if I handed you a piece of white paper to read, but the text was really, really lightly colored, it'd be difficult to read. And if you look at a picture with low contrast, it's hard to see and it's hard to make out all the details. But as soon as you turn up the contrast, the darks become darker and the lights become lighter, the image gains sharpness. It's easier to see definition and detail. Contrast helps you see. Our lives are much the same. Contrast helps you see. The contrast of light to dark helps you see more clearly. Sometimes we create contrast by our choices. The past 10 months, I have really worked on improving my sleep. It's taken a lot of time to get into a better pattern, but I'm happy to say that I usually get about eight hours of sleep a night. This past week was out of the ordinary, and I've gotten more like six hours a night for about five days in a row. And this morning, I woke up with a mild headache and mild depression. Even after my morning routine, I felt frustrated. I prayed to the Lord and I asked, what's wrong? I feel so fragile. My circumstances in my life haven't changed, but I feel so sad and gloomy. 
he kindly reminded me that I haven't gotten the rest that I needed. He also reminded me that I haven't been getting as much exercise this week either. Oh yeah, and (laughs) I'd been eating sugar the past few days as well. These are all habits that I've been doing great at, but then I had a week where I didn't do as well. The contrast was astonishing. The contrast of going from feeling amazing every day to suddenly feeling mildly depressed and totally unmotivated showed me just how much those habits really have been helping my life. I felt a surge of recommitment. Whoa, this feels awful. I totally don't want to live in this place. Tonight, I'm going to bed early and I'm making sure I go on a long walk outside to get my steps in and I'm going to eat something extra nourishing for my body today. Contrast helps you see. Sometimes our life is full of light and awesomeness And the contrast that comes is dark. This is useful to help us see and help us recommit. Sometimes our life is full of darkness. The contrast that is needed requires bringing in the light. Bringing in contrasting light requires our own efforts. Maybe we bring in light by going to bed or going on a walk or meditating or talking with a good friend or practicing gratitude. Even greater light will come as we seek to be consistent on a daily basis with these efforts, and it has time to accumulate and compound. In 2016, I had a mental breakdown. I was suffering from mental illness, anxiety, depression, PTSD, and was having panic attacks nearly every day. I was reactive and I would yell at my kids or I'd get frustrated at the tiniest thing. Even though from the outside looking in, my life was wonderful. Even though everything seemed great, I felt trapped in darkness and stuck. My sister suggested that I try meditation to cope with it all. I was desperate for anything to help me pull out of darkness, especially something that claimed such amazing benefits in only 10 minutes a day. (laughs) We signed up together for a 40-day meditation challenge. And immediately I saw contrast in my life. It helped bring in some light and I could now see more clearly. Contrast helps you see. About six weeks into meditating daily, I remember standing at this kitchen sink, drinking a glass of water. My kids were outside playing and I remember thinking to myself, I feel happy right now for no reason. Immediately after that thought, I had the realization, I feel like myself again. I couldn't even remember how long it had been since I felt like me, the real me. Contrast helps you see. Meditation changed my life. It brought light in. I could see the difference between life with meditation and life without I could see the difference between crazy brook and calm brook. Contrast helps you see. As I work on changing things in my life, I often have a relapse. I have a day where I don't move my body like I need to, or I eat food that makes me feel gross, or I don't get enough sleep, or I yell or get snappy with my family. It's contrast. Instead of staying in a place of shame being upset with myself that I had a relapse, I am learning to see it as 
contrast. I'm reminded what those old choices and patterns feel like. The contrast is amazing at helping me see and recommit to my goals with even greater dedication. Oh yeah, that's why I have this goal that I'm working on. Because when I do this thing, I feel awful. (laughs) It can be easy for us to only want light in our life. That's what makes the best picture in our mind, right? Life is great. Life is easy. Relationships are happy. People are healthy. We have no worries or stress or concern. But just like we would never sit through a movie that had no conflict because it would be boring, the contrast in life is what helps us to see all that really is good. Have you ever heard someone share their own struggles Or maybe you've seen devastation in another part of the world, and suddenly your life seems so much better off than it did moments before. Contrast helps you see. Interestingly enough, there was one woman who understood this concept probably more than any of us, perhaps because she was the only woman who truly lived the life of no contrast. Mother Eve in the Garden of Eden had an idyllic life life was easy. The garden produced everything without effort or work. All the animals lived together in peace. The surroundings were beautiful. Her and Adam had perfect health. There was an abundance of everything they could ever need or want. What a perfect life, right? (laughs) Have you ever wished for this life that all your problems would go away, that all your relationships would be perfectly happy, that you wouldn't have to work or struggle for anything? that your health was perfect, that you had all the resources or money that you needed for everything, that your surroundings are beautiful, that everyone and everything was at peace with each other. I know I have totally wished for this on many occasions. If it was so great, then why did Eve specifically choose to let it all go? Why would she convince Adam that life outside the garden could potentially be better for them. In the Book of Mormon, we receive even more insight into this idyllic world. In 2 Nephi chapter 2, we read, If Adam had not transgressed, he would not have fallen, but he would have remained in the Garden of Eden, and all things which were created must have remained in the same state in which they were after they were created, and they must have remained forever and had no end. And they would have had no children, wherefore they would have remained in a state of innocence, having no joy, for they knew no misery, doing no good, for they knew no sin. Close quote. There was no contrast in the daily life of Adam and Eve. They couldn't know joy if they didn't know misery. And it's really interesting here to note that life in Eden all things which were created must have remained in the same state in which they were after they were created. In other words, there was no progression. There was no evolution of anything. All things created remained the same. It was always the same. Nothing changed. (laughs) I believe one of the most glorious parts of being a human on earth is that we can change We can evolve, we can grow, we can overcome, we can triumph, we can increase. Weaknesses can be turned into something that is a strength. Skills can be practiced and attained. We can progress. And yet this is only possible because 
We live in a world of contrast. We cannot grow without the contrast. We cannot learn without the contrast. Without it, we stay the same. Everything stays the same. Our circumstances stay the same. Our weaknesses stay the same. We stay the same. Nothing changes. How would you like to live in a world where nothing changed? Literally, the seasons never changed. People never changed. You wouldn't change by learning new skills. Relationships wouldn't change. All things would be stagnant. There would be no progression of anything or anyone. When we wish for the life of no contrast, it also means a life of no change and progression. Eve made a choice that brought contrast and simultaneously brought the opportunity to change. We change because now we can learn by experience. We experience light and we experience dark. We experience health and we experience sickness. We experience pleasure and we experience pain. We experience good and we experience evil. Things are always changing. Even if we're going through a tough struggle right now, isn't it wonderful to think that it won't last forever? (laughs) Because everything changes. This afternoon, I had a difficult conversation with a family member. We both cried. Our hearts hurt. Some experiences in life are painful. In this particular situation, there wasn't anything I could immediately do to make things better. It is an experience in contrast, and it's tempting to wish it would resolve itself or just go away. This particular challenge is one that is going to take years to resolve and improve. Nevertheless, I am taking comfort in knowing that contrast helps me see. Because I live in a world with contrast, it also means that things won't stay the same. This too shall pass. Most importantly, I have the power to create something different. Even if it takes a long time, I can change things by changing myself, changing how I see and changing how I respond. Contrast helps you see. But what if we don't see? What if all we see is the darkness? What if the picture isn't clear at all? What if the obstacles seem to be making you weaker, not stronger? What about my teacher who felt so burdened by the contrast and frustrated at the well-intentioned encouragement of others? What could they see that she couldn't? Let's explore one more principle of perception. I invite you to hold your hand in front of your face and bring your palm to touch the tip of your nose. So your palm's touching the tip of your nose. Can you make out any of the details of your hand? Can you see the lines in your palm? Do you see any details in your hand? Most likely, no. (laughs) But what happens when you bring your hand away from your nose a few inches? Magically, everything sharpens almost immediately. You stepped back and can take in more information. There's not a lot of contrast in the palm of your hand, similar to moments when we may feel completely weighed down with the dark. But if you can step back just a little, suddenly you can start to see more clearly. Sometimes we're too close to the situation. Stepping back can be talking with a trusted friend. Be talking with the Lord, be reading scripture, even just taking some time or space away from the situation. Things become more clear 
when we can take in a wider perspective. In truth, we need the bad days to help us know what a good day even is. We need sorrow so we can know joy. We need broken relationships so we can know what a healed relationship can be. We need tragedy in the world so we can know what world peace is. The last days before Christ comes again are often referred to in scripture as the great and terrible last days. There's that contrast again. (laughs) There's terrible things happening in the world. There's tragedy, disease, disasters, death, war, and wickedness. It is a terrible time to be alive. And at the same time, there's so much good, so much light. Miracles are increasing. Truth is increasing. Spiritual gifts are increasing. Revelation is increasing. Knowledge and communication and technology and answers and cures and healing are increasing. It is a great time to be alive. Contrast helps you see. If you feel burdened by too much darkness, I invite you to take a step back. Bring in the light to help you see. If you have relapses on anything that you're working on changing in your life, use those moments of contrast to help you see why you're working on change and allow it to fuel you forward with greater commitment. Contrast is a gift in disguise. It is the only way we grow and the only way we change. Contrast helps you see. Obstacles really can make you stronger. Do you think your obstacles would feel lighter if you use them to help you see? Are there ways you can step back and gain more clarity? Are there ways you can bring in more light to increase contrast? Can you use the contrast of dark to become more aware of all that is good in your life? Contrast helps you see. Imagine your life using the contrast as fuel for your growth and look forward with faith. Do you listen to these episodes and love what you hear and wonder where to start? I invite you to take my Christian Meditation 40-Day Challenge course. Meditation is my most important practice of the day, and I use it for so many things, including learning from the contrast. The key is consistency. That's why I love that this is a 40-day challenge. The challenge is to do it for 40 consecutive days. Starting a new habit and even more so being consistent with it can be tricky. This is why I offer every student a free buddy pass, allowing you to handpick your own friend or family member to take the course with you. You get your own accountability partner and you both do the challenge together. Two people start a new empowering practice instead of just one. If this is calling out to you, I invite you to register at the link in the show notes, or you can find it on my website at brooksnow.com. You can do this. I am cheering you on. 